welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. What kind of tricks can you use to start writing faster or to become a more productive writer? Hi there, my name is Brian Collins and that's what I'm going to cover in this podcast episode. In fact, I'm going to talk about seven odd little tricks that will help you become more creative and productive. But first, just a quick update. So I recently moved house and I've had the opportunity to set up a new home office and it's got a standing desk and it's got a whiteboard. In other words, it's a great place to write and to be more creative, I suppose. But my key takeaway from the whole process of moving house and and looking at my old office and the new office is that we can obsess about having the latest apps or having the perfect setup to write. But what's really more important is that you just sit down and do the work, or in my case, you stand up and you do the work. All the other things like the right computer or the right apps are secondary. In other words, you can just go and take your laptop and you can write in a coffee shop or you can do what Raymond Carver did. He actually took a notepad and used to write in his car. So what I would say to you is, yes, getting the perfect office or writing setup is important, but it's more important that you hit your word count for today. Now, with that in mind, let's dive into this week's episode. My first tip for you is to leave a note to yourself about where you're going to restart writing from. So let me explain. If you're finished writing for today, what I would say to you is before you wrap up to get a post-it and to write on the post-it what you want to accomplish tomorrow. So you could write on the post-it, write 500 words about productivity for writers, for example. Or you could say, write the first scene in the second chapter of my book. And then you could pin that post-it on your keyboard or you could pin it on your monitor or you could pin it next to where you write. And I actually got this tip from the choreographer Twyla Tharp, and she writes about it in the book, The Creative Habit. But basically, leaving yourself little notes or cues will prime your subconscious to work on these ideas, even when you're not sitting or standing at your desk or when you're writing. And then when time comes to get to work the following morning or the following evening or whenever you write, you will look at this note and you will immediately know what you need to do. In other words, it will help you avoid becoming distracted by notifications or by email or by all the other things that can sometimes get in the way when you actually, you know, need to work on that difficult first draft. My second tip for you is actually builds on the first tip and it's to prepare the following day's writing in advance. Now, what I like to do is print out what I wrote the day before and leave it next to potentially the post-it or just leave it stacked on top of my keyboard. And then I'll read through the articles that I'd written the day before and I will mark them up with a red pen before I actually open up the writing application on my computer. But if I haven't actually finished or written any articles recently, what I'll do is I'll write something on the whiteboard about what I'm going to write. It could be like an outline or it could be a series of ideas. In other words, I always try to prevent avoiding the situation of sitting down at my desk and asking myself, what's my idea for today? I always try to get in front of those moments of procrastination. My third tip is to disconnect from the internet. And I learned this tip when I was a member of a creative writing group in Dublin a couple of years ago. And we all used to talk about in the pub about how, you know, we get distracted when time comes to work on a first draft of a personal essay or some short stories that we're working on at the time. One of the writers in the group actually said she went a little bit hardcore. She used to take the modem off the shelf in her office and she used to put it upstairs 
in the attic and she wouldn't take it down until she'd finished the short story. Now that might be an extreme example and might not be possible for you to do it. I'm sure other people in your house or your apartment or where you're living might complain about it. But there are apps you can use to disconnect from the internet. And one particular app that's particularly useful is called Freedom. And I know it's used by other writers, including Nick Hornby. My fourth tip is to take a nap. And this is something David Mammoth talks about in his masterclass series, which I talk recently. In other words, sometimes when you're tired or you're feeling a little bit drained, taking a nap during the middle of the afternoon can give you time to recharge your creative batteries. And then when you sit down after your nap, you can feel a bit more recharged. I find the most effective way to take a nap is to have a drink of coffee or a cup of coffee and then take off your shoes and lie somewhere quiet with your eyes closed and preferably with your feet elevated so the blood will move towards your head. Set a timer for 20 minutes. Then when the timer wakes up, the caffeine will have hit in and you won't have any feelings of grogginess and you'll be able to sit down and get to work more easily. And of course, if you're a part-time writer, this is something you can use you know, during the working day. My fifth tip is to keep a not to-do list. And this is particularly useful if you're a writer who also blogs. Why? Well, blogging can get a bit overwhelming. Sometimes you can look at Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and LinkedIn and Medium and Quora and you can ask yourself, how will I find time to be in all of these networks? Or you can look at the to-do list on your blog and ask yourself, how will I find time to update my plugins and to, you know, to customize the site so it's got a particular design and also publish posts frequently and record videos. And yes, it can just get overwhelming. Instead, what I think is useful is to have a not to-do list in something like Evernote. In that not to do list, you can record tasks that you're not going to do. Uh, you can say to yourself, no, I'm not going to use Instagram, for example, to promote my blog or my writing. Now, there may be value in these activities, but what's more important is that you get your writing done for the day or you finish your writing project. And by all means, at the end of the week or the end of the fortnight or the month, you can review your not to do list and pull something out and relook at it again. But the trick is you I need to have somewhere to park things that make you feel overwhelmed. And a not-to-do list is a great place to do it. My sixth productivity tip for writers is to exercise. So when I was writing my last book, I actually was training for a marathon at the same time. Now, writing a book and running a marathon are quite similar in that they both seem like they take an awful lot of time and are both exhausting. But how did I actually balance writing a book with training to run a marathon? Well, I actually found the two supported each other. There were many occasions when I was out on a long training run and a long training run can, can last for up to three hours. And I would think of an idea for a troublesome chapter in this particular book, which was The Power of Creativity. And I would actually stop running for a moment, take out my phone and dictate an idea to myself that I would look at later on. Probably not ideal for a training for a marathon to stop and start like that to pull out your phone. However, I did find it helped me overcome problems in my work. Exercise, get your blood pumping. It helps you get a break from the blank page and then it fuels your brain with new and interesting ideas that you can use for your projects. In fact, Pablo Picasso said, inspiration exists, but it has to find us working. And I would add to that, creativity strikes even when you're not working. So be prepared. And my seventh and final productivity tip for writers is to keep a journal. A journal is a fantastic way of warming up if you're feeling a bit ambivalent or fearful of a first draft or you know a painful self-editing process that you got to go through. It can also be useful if you want to write about something without any expectations or even without any goals. And if you're wondering what to record in your journal, you can talk about what you accomplished the previous day or struggles that you've had. There's actually an excellent book 
that I use called the Daily Stoic Journal, 365 Days of Writing and Reflections on the Art of Living by Ryan Holiday. And I'd recommend you pick that up. Of course, journaling is also a topic I've covered in previous podcast episodes. But I think you'll find journaling is a great way to get into writing if you're feeling sluggish or if you're feeling unmotivated. Now, I'd like to give you a free copy of a book that would help you warm up and you can even use what's inside of this book to journal or for some of the other tips. It's called Yes, You Can Write and it's got 101 writing prompts. To get this free book, all you got to do is visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash yes. I'll send a free copy of this book straight to your inbox. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.